Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Joe Nicasio. Contrary to the popular belief, succeeding in business is not risky or accidental. It's about doing something you love for yourself and others. Sharing that love through your service and effective marketing and receiving love in the form of cash and appreciation from grateful clients. When you align your passions with proven principles, success is inevitable. Since 1999, Joe Nicasio has been working with startup entrepreneurs and seasoned business owners to do just that. If you want to learn some tactics you can put to work in your business today, pay attention to Joe Nicasio. He is an advisor you can trust. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. Well, thanks for having me, Regeline. I'm glad to be here. You're welcome. And we're so grateful and honored to have you. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you're from? I started out as a child, and before that, I was a sparkle in my parents' eyes. Um, I, I'm from California. I, I was born in uh, Linwood, California, in the hood, um, St. Francis Hospital. And then when I was about seven years old, uh, we moved to Rancho Cucamonga, Altalum, went to Altaloma High School, grew up in the Inland Empire, went to Chafee College, and then uh, I migrated to Long Beach for like 20 years when I went to Cal State Long Beach. Uh, I have an electrical engineering background. I used to troubleshoot high-tech electronics, and uh, I was involved in radio and television and computers very early on in the day. I used to build all my own electronics. I built a TV from a kit one time. Um, uh, but, um, uh, you know, I, I made a lot of money in technology. Uh, I, I, I had jobs. I worked for corporate America. I worked for... Um, a place called Independent Electronics, an entrepreneur was one of my first jobs where I repaired stereos and electronics and um, ended up working for Sanyo Electric for several years as a technician and I was a field engineer for Eastman Kodak for almost five years and um, did the corporate thing and um, um, that really wasn't my thing, you know. I, I, you know, we've been taught to something, you know, um, to go to school and get an education and um, build somebody else's dream. And that doesn't make sense to me. And so, you know, I made money. I lost money. Uh, I, I, I started my own businesses. Um, uh, I had experiences that uh, made me realize that um, sometimes you get to the top of the mountain, you realize it's not your mountain at all. And you have no say and you have no, you know. And I just really became committed to um, self-reliance through entrepreneurship for myself, you know. I made a commitment to never, ever, ever work for people that didn't care about me ever again. And I was going to take responsibility. And I think that's really the first lesson for everyone is that self-reliance is better than employer reliance. You know, we rely on so many different sources. We rely on, we rely on employers to take care of us. We rely on our family to take care of us. We rely on the government to take care of us. We rely on charities to take care of us. And what you really want to do, I think real adulthood, real maturity is the ability to look in the mirror and say, I'm going to take responsibility. I'm relying on myself and everything that I can garner. And so I think a large part of, you know, making it in this life is taking all the stuff that God gave you and saying, what can I do with this to make other people's lives better where I can help other people and they can help me and I can make a, a, a prosperous living, a good living. That is very powerful. And thank you for sharing your story with us. Can you tell us more about your company, Employee Escape Plan? Well, it's, that's actually not the company name. Uh, it's, I'm just Joe Nicasio Business Consulting. But uh, Employee Escape Plan is a program I put together 
um, you know, every day in America, every day all around the world, people are reluctantly driving to a job they don't want to go to. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, maybe they have the boss from hell. Maybe they're just, they're bored. They're doing work that is so, you know, children are born as geniuses and then they're conditioned into mediocrity. We're born with so many gifts, but we get these jobs that, that really don't really use our magic at all. And so, you know, every day people are driving to a job they don't want it and they're praying, dear God, you know, send me a mentor so I can start my own business so I never have to do this again and I can actually do my thing. And, and I am the, I'm Joe Nicasi, I'm the answer to that prayer. And um, so employee escape plan is really this recognition that um, a lot of people are employees and they want to be entrepreneurs and they don't know how. And, and if you want to escape your soul sucking job, you know, the best thing to do is blueprint a plan. And so along with employee escape plan is really this new thing I've developed, which is with employee escape plan 2.0 is this business happiness blueprint. So it's really about, you know, if you're going to leave a job that doesn't fill you up, if you're going to leave a soul sucking job, why not create something amazing? And so uh, what I've created is this, this intention, this, this roadmap, the business happiness blueprint. And so it's about choosing your business wisely so that you're doing something that's actually customized around your magic. It's tailored for you. I think too often in business, uh, you know, uh, one of my teachers is a guy named Taki Moore, and, and he says that um, building, you know, trying to make a living doing someone else's business is a little bit like wearing someone else's underwear. You know, you can make money with it. It might be a little kinky at first, but after a while, it just gets weird. It just gets weird doing somebody else's business. So Business Happiness Blueprint is about custom fitting your underwear. It's about, it's about having a business that's really built around your, your passions and your skills and your magic and organizing that in a way that you can share that with others. You can impact others. You, know, you can provide something that improves their life or their business or their health or their conditions in a, in a significant way. So that you're giving, but you're doing it in a way that you can have the receiving. You can receive the love. You can receive the gratitude. You can receive the appreciation. And you can receive the cash. So uh, business, uh, employee escape plan is really identifying those people that want to escape. And business happiness blueprint is the, the framework of, of create, replacing the non-fulfilling work with work that fulfills you makes you happy it provides value for others and it provides an income and and a way to make a living for yourself i love it you're the trash can in the background trash truck yes i see that it's absolutely amazing now can you tell us more about your book rebuilding your spirit for business the book is called resurrecting america uh resurrecting america's entrepreneurial spirit uh, a practical approach for creating jobs. Um, you know, I, I wrote that book. I was sitting down, going to write a marketing book, and God didn't put that on my heart. He put something else on my heart. I, I was asked to speak at the EDD, the Employment Development uh, Department in the state of California. And I spoke to about, there were 50 people in the room that all had bachelor's, master's, and PhDs. And I was there to teach them how to find a job, how to market 
use what I know about marketing and selling. I'm a, I'm a marketing, I'm a business development expert. I spent over 25,000 hours learning what I know. Now, what do I do with this? Okay. So I was asked to speak to this group of people and um, talking about prospecting and initial contact and qualification, presentation, overcoming of, you know, just, uh, you know, closing the sale, getting referrals, that kind of stuff. And they said, Joe, we don't have a problem finding a job. We're having a problem finding a job in the stuff we learned in, in, at the university. We pursued an education to get a career, and we can't find a job inside of what we're trained to do. And I, I thought about it, and what really came to me at that moment was, um, you know, nobody owes you a dream job. How many of you have had a dream job? You know, most people have not had a dream job. If you find a dream job, you, you, you're lucky. And, and there's no guarantee it's going to last forever. And so uh, there's not, a, you know, it, the committee for Regaline Sabat to create a dream job is like when you look in the mirror, that's your committee to create Regaline's dream job. You're it. And so I said, you know, if you can't find a dream job out there, my question was, how many of you out there, show of hands, would like to someday, one day, create your dream job as an entrepreneur? About 60% of the hands went up. And then my buddy Jason, he's behind me, he's whispering, he's like, Joe, ask them, ask them if they're afraid. So I'm like, how many of you out there um, are afraid of starting your own business? And like, there are 50 people in the room, a hundred hands went up. Like everybody in the room is afraid of starting their own business. So at that moment, I felt like, like a knife, a dagger went into my heart and it twisted. It was like, Oh my God, this is America, the land of opportunity. These are highly, I'm in a room of brain power, bachelors, masters, PhDs, architects, attorneys, very highly trained people and they're every one of these people is afraid of starting their own business and i was really thinking you know if the entrepreneurial spirit is like a flame it's like somebody took a fire hose and put out everybody's flame in that room the entrepreneurial spirit in that room was dead wow and i realized there's a problem here and you know, we see a lot of glamour around um, entrepreneurial success. We see the Steve Jobs. We see the, we see the, you know, the Elon Musks and the, the Oprah Winfrey's. We see these amazing entrepreneur success stories. And, and those people are truly inspiring. But when it, when it comes down to the grassroots level, um, a lot of people want to start a business on the one hand, but on the other hand, people are scared. They are afraid. They are like, nine out of 10 businesses fail. Why would I want to start a business if I'm going to fail? Um, risk, business is so risky. Um, if I make more money, I'll be in a higher tax bracket and they'll just take it all away anyway. Um, so we want businesses, but we're afraid. And so this book, really, I had to take a, a big deep dive into why people are afraid of starting their businesses. So um, I identified, first of all, 
I identified 21 things that kill people's spirit and how to overcome them. So the number one is this fear of failure. So what I, the way I organize the book is spirit killer number one and then spirit builder number one to overcome that spirit killer. And then I did that 21 times. So spirit killer number one is most businesses fail. I'm afraid of failing. And so spirit builder number one is do everything right. Success is inevitable when you do everything right. Now, what is that? That's, and so, you know, writing this book, it's like, what is everything right you need to do to make a, to succeed in business? So, um, the book is actually organized into three sections. The first one really talks about, um, is the entrepreneurial spirit in America really dead? And, you know, we look at the superstars and it's not dead for them, but you look at these 50 people in the room and a lot of people are really afraid. So there's this idea of triage. Some people are highly successful and there's some people that are okay. And then there's a lot of wounded people and there's a lot of people that are dead in the entrepreneurial spirit. And so the reason I wrote this book is just this idea that, um, I identified that a lot of people are afraid and if we can if we can move towards faith instead of fear if we can move towards knowing what we're doing versus not knowing what we're doing if we can put you know entrepreneur education in the classroom so that you know so the thesis of the book there's two theses there and it's the same thesis but a macro and a micro and the, the thesis is, is if we want to have a thriving America tomorrow, we need to nurture a new breed of entrepreneurs today. And we need to put Entrepreneur 101 in every school uh, system in the country, starting at grade school. You need to learn how to sell that lemonade. You know, here's the problem. People set up lemonade stands, but they never had sales training. Um, you know, so... So the macro is if we want to thrive as a, as a country tomorrow, we need to, you know, we're a capitalist country. So why not nurture a breed of ethical, qualified, skilled uh, creators of business? You know, in, in the school system, uh, the masters of business administration is really not, it's not entrepreneurial at all. The MBA is not an entrepreneur. It's a, you become very good at administering someone else's business. That's what a math, we need more masters of business creation. You become very good at creating real value in the marketplace. It's a viable business that serves others where you can, uh, you and your team can be rewarded. So the micro theme is if you individually want to thrive as an individual entrepreneur tomorrow, you need to nurture your entrepreneurial spirit today. You need to nurture your entrepreneurial skills. You need to nurture your thinking as a, as a strategist, you know, there's, there's like nine or 10 major drivers in business. And you just, you just, if you want to succeed in business, learn the stuff that unfortunately not very many people are teaching, but I do. That is a very powerful message. Now, Joe, what has given you the most joy and fulfillment in your life? Uh, that's a good question. You know, I've been up and I've been down and, uh, I know my greatest lessons have been through my failures. Um, you know, writing the book was actually, you know, 
There's a dialogue in book, right? You know, you wrote a book, right? Yes, sir. You know, like when you're writing the book, there's this inner dialogue. I need to work on my book. I need to work on my book. You know, and it's not done. I need to work on my book. I need to get my book done. And um, then there gets to be this point where you actually finish the book. You send the finished manuscript in. They send you the galley copies. And your, your dialogue. Um, you know, the thing is, is I, I started, instead of handing out business cards for the longest time, I was just handing out books. And it was amazing how people respond to, you're an author, wow, I wanted to write a book and I couldn't do it. And I have so much respect that you actually started and finished something. And, you know, so I think the fulfillment of writing a book um, has been really helpful. And then, you know, this, what I'm doing with Employee Escape Plan and the Business Happiness Blueprint. You know, it's so fulfilling to have people come to me that can't sell, and then I work with them, and then they can sell. You know, it's so fulfilling to work, you know, to have people come to me that when they talk to people, they scare money away, and then I train them, and they like, they're having conversations that lead to cash, you know, uh, you know, and um, I, it's very fulfilling to me when people come to me, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then they figure it out and they, they start actually living their mission. They live their purpose. They live their dream. They live their, their cause, what they stand for. And it's like the transformation, you know, the fact that I get to, I'm so grateful. I get to have a part in transforming people from wherever they're at into like getting more in tune with their passion and, and their purpose um, and really making a, an impact. You know, this is the problem with jobs is we go to these jobs and we don't impact as many people as we could. And when we start doing our thing and really changing lives, we, our impact goes way up and, and, um, that's fulfilling as hell. I mean, that is, that is good stuff. I mean, it's, Hey Joe, I'm making enough money now. I'm able to leave my job. I mean, because of the business you helped me create. That's fulfilling. Um, you know, there's nothing better than, you know, the, the, just the good feeling after a good, healthy workout. And, you know, and, and you know, um, and then there's that other aspect that fills me up that, uh, you know, once upon a time, I really wasn't that happy. And I, I wasn't a bad guy, but I was like, I was doing things my way. And, I had this conversation with God. I said, okay, God, I've been doing it my way, not working so well. I'll try it your way now. And uh, when, I, um, when I gave my life to God, that became a lot easier, became a lot more effortless, and there's a lot more happiness and joy and fulfillment involved in knowing that I'm actually doing stuff that God is happy with. Amen. I love it. Now, how did you make the decision to choose the vocation that you did? Oh my God. I, I didn't do it. God did. It's a calling. Um, God put me on a very special obstacle course. I made a million, lost everything, face down in the mud, you know, minus when I started my business in 1999, my, you know, what happened is I was very smart at technology and I made money in technology, but I also, technology cycles are brutal. Uh, what's hot today is nothing tomorrow. And, and so those cycles, you could be pumping money into something that is the hot ticket today, but 
you know, three days from today, it crashes and burns. So, uh, I think big turning point for me was getting mentorship with a guy named Jay Abraham, spending seven years with Jay Abraham, marketing, transcribing 30 years of marketing thing. You know, I, I failed. And let's just like this, but I failed. I'm Joan Nicasio and I have failed. Uh, let's just put it out there. Let's just be real vulnerable. Um, and it didn't feel good. It was depressing. I actually went and sought therapy. You know, I went to the law. This is, you know, the very difficult was finding out where is the Department of Mental Health and actually showing up saying I'm losing it. I need help. I went through severe depression. Um, and anyway, but I did get a mentor. And I, 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 I come from technology and um, I had a, a, you know, a midlife crisis. And through learning from Jay Abraham, from transcribing all those thousands of hours of marketing think tanks and them, go taking them from word to pen to summarize typing and sending them in where they use this stuff for the Jay Abraham Marketing Encyclopedia and other areas. In that process, learning so much and healing because I failed, but I never wanted to fail again because I had a taste of that success. And so that really, mot I went, I, I became, I, I became obsessed with the truth of what really works in business because what really motivated was like, I learned a bunch of lies and then I got exposed to a guy like Jay Abraham and I was learning the truth, like the reality, you know? And so um, I became obsessed. I went on an obsessive compulsive quest for the truth of what really, really works in business because you know, and I had to sort through mountains of manure information to find little, little tiny nuggets of gold. There's a lot of bad information about business out there. Sorry, you know, all these guys, I'm not going to name names right now. I'll do it privately maybe, but uh, um, there's, just, there's just a lot of misinformation or partial information or incomplete information. And so um, I, I, got, I went on an obsessive compulsive quest for the truth. And... Let me kind of like go a little deeper into that. You know, Les Brown says you got to be hungry, you know. <laughs> um, Michael Levine, he talks about the three magic O's of the super, super, super successful people. The Michael Jordans and the, the Bill Clintons and the, you know, people that, you know, Oprah Winfrey. These people are not ordinary people. So they have three things. They're, they have an obsession, an obligation, and they're optimists. But the, let's talk about obsession. He talks about... Um, What is obsession? It's a burning maniacal rage as if your life depended on it. It's like, you know, a junkie wants to get their next hit of, 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 they'll like, they'll hurt people to get high. That is a negative addiction. That is a negative obsession, but there are pot positive obsessions, positive addiction. So you want to, you know, that, that, that uh, addict, they have a burning maniacal rage as if their life depended on it to get that dope. Well, you want to have a burning maniacal rage to be of service to your clients. You need to have a burning maniacal rage as if your life depended on it to do the right thing. You want to be, have a burning maniacal rage to have integrity and keep your word every single time. Okay. And when I started 
So I started learning the truth about marketing. And so my midlife crisis turned into a midlife calling. The more I learned about marketing, the more I realized I didn't know about marketing. And I realized, oh my God, nobody understands this stuff. Even the big companies don't get this. They're all making marketing mistakes. They're all making business mistakes. They're all making business model mistakes. I mean, they're very, there's a small number of companies that do almost everything right, but everyone else, they don't, they don't have a clue. And so... Uh, when I, the more I started learning the truth, I started looking at this business. Oh my God, they're making all these mistakes. And, oh my God, these guys are making all these mistakes. And so I just realized I can help a lot of people. Now, here's the crazy part. I wanted to help everybody. Regeline, I want to help everybody. Can you give me a little therapy here? I want to help everybody, but everybody doesn't want to be helped. What should I do? You need to have a target market. Well, and that's what I'm doing now with Employee Escape. But, you know, so I, I learned this stuff about Jay Abraham, and I'm, basically I got to this place, it was right around 98, 99, and I said, you know what, I am no longer a technology person. I am a marketing consultant. And so I declared I am going to do this. My net worth was minus $250,000, but I, was, I had the gold. Because, see, you know, there's this parable thing. I'm sure we've all heard this. Um, um, we have two choices in life. We can chase the money or you can chase the wisdom. And so during these days, I didn't chase the money. I chased the wisdom and I got the real gold. Now that delayed my income a long time. And I didn't, when I lost all that money, when I was minus 250,000, I didn't file bankruptcy. I, I made an effort to pay people back. I, I paid most everybody back. I bartered some things. I, I did some creative stuff. I worked out some deals. Um, but I never filed bankruptcy. And so it took me over 15 years to recover to pay everybody back. And I was smacked with penalty and interests. And oh my God, it was, it was brutal. Um, but, you know, here I am today and I'm just, you know, every master was once a disaster. I, I made money. I lost it. I gained some wisdom. And now, uh, and I learned from Jay Abraham. And most of the people, here's, here's another thing that makes me very unique. Most of the people that learned from Jay Abraham did it to help themselves and their business. And what's really unique about me is I learned this stuff and I'm actually more primarily focused on helping other people. This is... And, you know, it's a, it's a spiritual calling, you know, so I can make a lot more money working with people that are doing 20K a month that want to go to 40K. And I've helped those people, you know, but I am called to help people that are at zero and they want to start a business and they want to make it work. Now, it doesn't take money to make money. It takes customers to make money. It doesn't take money to make money, but it takes money to get my expert guidance. So I do charge for what I do. Um, but I, you know, I, I, have been working with people for many years in a one-on-one -on -one basis. So, you know, I think one of my accomplishments recently is just, um, having an offering, offering a, you know, a group coaching program that's more affordable for most people. So anyway, don't want to go too much into a sales pitch. I'm here to offer value to your people, but that's what I do. That is wonderful. Now, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? Like, you know, 37 times a day. 
I'm, I'm, I'm always blown away by how little I knew like two weeks ago. Mm. Uh, yeah, um, I've had a lot of ahas. Um, when I heard, when I, you know, learning from Jay, you know, he, there's this quote from Peter Drucker, uh, because, you know, a lot of people think the purpose of a business, by the way, this is a litmus test. I ask people from the very beginning, what, what's the purpose of a business? And they get all kinds of funny answers. And learning this Peter Drucker quote was an aha moment to turn my life around. It's, he said, because its purpose is to create a customer, the business has two and only two functions, marketing and innovation. Marketing and innovation produce results. All the rest are costs, expenses. So um, the purpose of a business is to create a customer. And, and, you know, this is a spiritual show. This is, you know, let's talk about that. You know, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the gates of heaven. Why? Because well, there's another commandment in another scripture. It says, love God and love your fellow man. And the problem with the rich man is he loves money and uses people, and that's evil. We're supposed to love people and use money. There's nothing wrong with money, except when we take money and put it over people, when we, you know, we put it over human souls, that's not good. So money at the service of others is good. And money at the expense of others is, it's dark, it's evil, it's just not good. And so, um, um, aha moments is understanding that business isn't about money, me, 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 let me see how much, you know, let's go make them millions, let's go grab them stacks. Money is about service. Business is about service. And, uh, serving other people and making their life better. And money is one of the rewards of if I do this for you, you do this, you know, if I help make your life better, then you'll pay me. And it's an understanding that um, um, I am going to pour a lot of value into you and, and I'm expecting that you're going to take care of me. And, and, it, and if you're expecting to see, so um, that greed for money is evil, but on a customer point of view, that greed to have me, you know, like if I'm asking you, Reg, will you do all these hundred things for me, but I'm not going to pay you? That's the love of getting something for nothing. I want to take from you, but I don't want to give back to you. That's just as evil as me putting the money over you. So your desire to receive without giving is evil. I'm not saying you're <laughs> I'm not, but in the marketplace. So when we actually, you know, I have a client that at the beginning of the year, he hired me for a full year and uh, I gave him a price. He said, Joe, you give so much value. I'm going to pay you more. He paid me $500 more than what I asked. And my response was, I love you, you know, because he wasn't trying to squeeze me and take, he was realizing, I know Joe will give to me if I give to him. That is very powerful, and I, I agree. Thank you for sharing that. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Walking with purpose. Um, we'll figure out what is your purpose. You know, a good start is the Lord's Prayer. You know, it says, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Not my will be done, thy will. So, you know, I think one of my prayers is that my purpose is in alignment with his purpose. Whatever I do, I want it to be in alignment with higher, you know, it's not just about me, but it's connected. So I think the first thing is, is discover, go through a discovery process to your purpose. If you can look at my, uh, 
you know, right there, choose wisely. Uh, choose wisely is about choosing that business that is in alignment with your purpose. Because if you mess that up, you, you don't have anything. So um, um, I guess if you want to walk with purpose, you need to figure out what is your purpose. And if you don't have a purpose, your purpose is to find your purpose. But, but put in the work. And if you don't know how to do it, come to somebody like me where that's what I do is, is I'll be your guide. I'll help you figure it out. Wow. That is amazing. Joe, thank you so much for being a guest on walk with me podcast and for sharing your story. It's very inspiring and your tips and your advice. I really appreciate you. Now, where can the audience find you, Joe? I'm right here right now. Um, <laughs> catch me if you can. I'm a digital nomad. I'm constantly traveling. So. I'm a moving target. Um, if you want to <clears throat> uh, reach out and connect with me, um, if you're actually interested in starting your own business, um, go to businessincubatorcommunity.com and that will forward you into my Facebook group. And uh, you can contact me there um, and communicate with me there. And I'm, that group is specifically to help you, to help nurture you a lot of people aren't even ready to hire somebody like me. So that group is a place to nurture people until they are ready to start that business and get help. And so it's my free way of giving back. So go to businessincubatorcommunity.com. And by the way, when you go there, um, Facebook asks three questions. One of them is, would you like a copy of my book? If so, put your email in here. And for anybody that wants a free copy of my book, wait, I got some free things for everybody. <clears throat> go to that group, number one. Go to that group. Number one, when you join the group, put in your email. I'll send you a free copy of my book. <clears throat> number two, one of the things I use with my paid clients is the Choose Your Business Wisely worksheets. is a starting spot to figure out what business you should be in. When you go to that group, in the file section, there's a free copy of that work, those worksheets, so you can have that for free. And number three is inside of that group, uh, I put together a five-part, you know, back in the day, this is kind of funny, I put together a really good training. Now, uh, it was on uh, marketing foundations. Now, the content was really good. Um, I was on a very low budget at the time. And so my camera guys were Mormon missionaries. And we actually filmed this inside the church building when everybody was gone. And... Um, so during the recording, like sometimes there's a thumb over the, the microphone, so the audio is not perfect. Um, um, however, God will forgive them. They're doing God's work. So, um, But there's this five-part video training, and I put a lot of work into it. The editing is a little bit obnoxious with this buzzing sound. But if you go there, you, you know, and um, Regeline, um, um, you've seen some of my stuff. What do you think of that stuff? Have you, have you have you participated in that training? Yes, sir. I love it. It's very powerful and very helpful. So yeah, so the the free marketing course, the Choose Your Business Wisely worksheets, the download a copy of my book, it's all there. Just go to businessincubatorcommunity.com. And if you want to talk to me and schedule an appointment, go to schedule.employeeescapeplan.com and uh, let me buy you an hour of my time. If you're serious about starting a business, I'll give anybody an hour of free time. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Joe's program at businessincubatorcommunity.com.
And Joe, thank you again so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. Thanks for having me here. Uh, I'm excited to hear from uh, how I've touched somebody's life today. Yes, sir. And you will. <laughs> have a blessed day. You too. Thank you.